So are you ready to PR yourself? We'll remove the mystery from all things PR and we'll discuss everything from our top strategies to tips and tricks and everything that you can utilize to further enhance your brand or your message. I've been in media, I'm a journalist, and I'm also a publicist. I am Leah Frazier, CEO of Think3 Media and your host for PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. Let's go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. You guys, listen, you guys are blowing my mind. We just received notification that this podcast is in the top 30, number 29 actually, in the U.S. for marketing podcasts and in the top 100 in Canada for marketing podcasts. So thank you to each and every one of you faithful listeners. Thank you guys for sharing this out. Thank you for interacting with me. Thanks for sharing it on social media. We're just extremely grateful that this project has reached the levels that it has in such a short period of time. So thank you again. And I want you guys to just get interactive, you know, go on PR yourself with LeahFraser.com. Leave me a message and let me know if you have an episode suggestion or there's something going on with your business that you want me to bring in the experts to help and tell you how to PR it better again get involved. You're going to go to the link in my bio at the Leah Frazier on Instagram. And I have a whole list of things you can do. You can join our private Facebook group. In that group, I go live. I tell you what's hot and trending in social media and marketing and PR. I put media leads in there. There's one I've got to do today. (laughs) So, and you're also going to want to interact with the other women, um, And I think we have some men in that community now um, in that private Facebook community, okay? Because I'm going to start growing that so that you guys can discuss among yourselves how to PR yourselves better as we move through 2021 and beyond. Also, if you're interested, we still have the monthly membership available. It's only $49 a month, and you can find information on that at think3media.com forward slash think3edu. That is our monthly membership where I literally do a class session like I would teach with my students at the university. I do a class session on what's hot in marketing and public relations. I give you your takeaways. I give you something to work on for 30 days. And then several weeks later, we come back and we mastermind as a group to make sure that we're working on that one thing that you are just you need to get worked on for that month. And we continue that monthly. And it's a great resource. And it's a great way and affordable way for you to hear from me, I bring in experts and also for you to have accountability that way you're working through for solutions for your small business or as an entrepreneur. And lastly, (laughs) you're going to want to stay tuned. Yes, PRYourselfBook.com. You're going to want to sign up for that as we get closer to the book being released. But also you're going to want to go to PR Yourself um, with LeahFraser.com online. There's a tab called Course and you're going to want to sign up there because I am re-releasing my live course one last time. I know I said that before. I'm going to do it again. I have just revised it. I've created a couple more modules and it's really going to go into a little bit more of an organized depth on how you can earn free media and press coverage consistently for your small business and your brand. And again, it's super duper affordable and I want to offer that to you guys. So thank you guys so much for tuning in 
and enjoy this latest episode. And I look forward to hearing from you all. And welcome back to another episode of PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. Unfortunately for you and fortunately for me, it's just me today with what you guys love, the PR piss off of the week. Or maybe it's just a month because, yeah, I mean, I haven't found anything that just have truly set me off or pissed me off. But um, I'm seeing this one happen quite a bit. And I was actually um, doing a summit for PR professionals. And some of the speakers were talking about the exact same thing. So I thought I would just break it down to all of my faithful podcast listeners that are out there trying to do a little DIY and PR yourself as if you were a publicist so that your small business, your startup, whatever you have going on, your personal brand can thrive. So I just want to put it on your radar. Y'all remember when Destiny's Child many, many moons back came out with the song Bugaboo? And it's like, you make me want to turn my pager. Wait, that's not how it goes. (laughs) Pretty much uh, Beyonce and crew in Destiny's Child was talking about a guy that made them want to turn their pager off or um, put their cell phone off or put the guy on block because he just called way too much and bugged them way too much. And we all have that person in our lives. I have people professionally like that in my lives or, or personally where sometimes you just got to put them on block or you got to put that do not disturb up because it's just a little bit on 10. It's a little bit too much. And what I don't want you guys to do as you're PRing yourself is become the bugaboo as Destiny's Child would label it. I don't want you to be the business owner that's reaching out to media, press, journalists, anchors, and all those guys, and you're labeled the bugaboo because that will get you blacklisted so quick. So let me get you guys a a couple of examples. So um, what do I mean by this? Typically, if you're not in the PR field and you're doing a lot of these things by yourself, and you're listening to the podcast, which some of you guys have already booked TV episodes and segments. And I'm so proud of you guys. And I will be shouting out the people that are that have tagged us in their segments. And I'll be sharing that on social media. But you're taking our tips. Let's just say you're building your media list or you're finding ways to connect with journalists and anchors and shows. I've seen some of you guys um, getting really active in some of the news anchors comments. Shout out to Shelly. Um, we had a new anchor, um, replace Alana Sarabia, who was on good morning, Texas here locally. And so shout out to Hannah. Hannah is our new good morning, Texas anchor. And she literally put out on Instagram. Hey guys, I hope you're loving the content. I'm having so much fun. If there's any stories that you would like for me to see cover, leave me a comment below and PR yourself. Listener Shelly was all over it. Where can I send the info? I'm going to you should be doing a segment on this. She's like, she totally PR'd herself and it wasn't in a bugaboo manner because Hannah asked for it. And I saw Hannah reply back and say, hey, I'm going to hit you up. And so hopefully we will be seeing Shelly on WFAA Channel 8's Good Morning Texas sometime soon. The problem is, and I'll just use Shelly as an example, is if Hannah says she's going to reach out, and let's just say Hannah doesn't reach out for a week. And Shelly goes in the DMs and say, hey, just following up. And she screenshots the conversation and she sends it to Hannah. Maybe Hannah says, oh, you know what? It's been a really busy news week. We've had so much breaking news. We're about to enter sweeps, which I'm not even going to get into what that is. You can just Google it. Um, I'll, I'll circle back and, you know, I'll circle back to you and we'll try to get something on the calendar. Do not become that person 
that then bugs the anchor every single day or every week. Know that you have been seen, you have been heard, and they will get to you when they can. Oftentimes, I find that um, folks that aren't, and, and you won't see publicists doing this. Um, you may see some do it because their clients are bugging them to bug the news channels. But mine, I've been very clear to say I don't bug journalists. And I've been clear to create a barrier between what my clients are demanding and what I know, um, the space that the journalists and the editors need in order to create the segment or to write the article or to schedule the interview. I've created a barrier because what you guys don't understand is like you have to differentiate and know that some anchors they have to go through producers and they have to have news meetings to get your segment approved so it's not them not getting back to you it's not them not scheduling your segment they're having to clear two or three levels of red tape just to even talk to you and so if you're bugging, 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 bugging and not allowing them the space to get everything approved and on the calendar and cleared, it creates a lot of stress and unnecessary stress, especially when there's other people that will leave them alone and let them do their job. And it's just not a pleasant experience. Like I've told you guys before, I'm still an active journalist. Um, the podcast is super popular and there's people that reach out that want to be on the podcast and there's people we have on the podcast. Um, people have to understand that it's not about you. You're not the, the news or the media and the press is not on your time. You're on theirs. So if you're in a, and if you're in a hurry and you're trying to get on something in two weeks and you tell them that, um, that's fine. Like I don't, I'm not even pushy enough. Like I don't, I don't tell journalists or editors or anchors like I would like for my client to go on in two weeks because I know they the calendar doesn't work like that <laughs> we're happy for coverage that we don't have to pay for and that's on who Mary had a little lamb we're not gonna sit here and bug you when you're doing something for us for free period with a t at the end and so I'm seeing a lot of complaints um, coming from colleagues of mine, um, from folks who aren't represented by publicists, where you send a pitch. And look, I understand the fortune is in the follow up. But my the sweet spot for me is I send the pitch. Um, if I have a relationship with the editor or um, the anchor, whoever else in a text like, hey, girl, I, had, I just sent you something in your inbox. Check it out. That is it. I don't email them, text them about it. I give them at least three to five days to check it out. If I haven't heard anything back, I send them another text. Or if you don't know them personally enough to text them, um, I may send a DM. Hey, this was just sent to you. Let me know what you think. Or um, I will re-forward the email and just say, hey, my favorite language is, hey, just a gentle nudge. Because that's, to me, that's very compassionate language. Hey, just a gentle nudge, just seeing what you think about this. Let me know what you think. And I leave it at that. I may wait another week, do one more follow-up, and I'm done. If I don't hear back from them, they're not interested. I'm not going to shoot them a DM and a text and call them and send them multiple emails on the same pitch. It is That is bugaboo status and... <laughs> It's annoying and I promise you they won't do business with you from that moment 
forward. You have to understand these people get hundreds of emails per day, hundreds. And if they're interested, if it pops out, they will get back to you. There's no need for you to put any extra added pressure on um, these individuals when they're doing a favor to you and not sending you to the sales department where you should go because you're trying to advertise your business. Okay. Um, There's different levels to bugaboo status. So that's just on the pitch level. The second level of you being a bugaboo is when you actually secure the interview. You've had the interview And now you want to bug the hell out of the journalist or the writer or the anchor to see when is this going to air? When is this going to be published online? When is this magazine going to come out? Um, I'm sorry. Again, depending on if they are a writer, let's start with writers here. And they write the article. Like, for instance, I wrote one two days ago. I don't press publish online. (laughs) I don't do the magazine layout. So you bugging me every single day or you texting me, calling me. Sometimes I just don't answer after that point. It, if, if, especially for the podcast, I go, I pay a production team. So when they get my episodes back to me and then I review the ones before that, like you're literally in a queue. So if you keep bugging me and bugging me and bugging me and bugging me to, create balance between myself and boundaries, knowing how stressful it is that I've given you coverage for free, I just don't answer. And then when I publish it, you may never get that opportunity again because I I can I associate you now with stress. <laughs> it's just not worth it. So, let's just take it from the writer standpoint. When I write an article, it goes to my editor. My editor then proofs my article. Then she looks at her calendar and determines when she can publish it. So sometimes I won't even be able to tell you when it's going to hit online. I just send you an email back once it's published. Hey, this just hit. And that's me being nice. The busier writers don't have time to email every single person they've interviewed and tell them it's live. So you need to set up Google alerts for yourself and your business so that when you're being interviewed, instead of bugging the journalists every week, now, like I said, a friendly follow-up or right when the interview concludes, asking them, hey, generally, do you know when when you think this is going to be published? If they tell you, oh, it'll be in a week or two, you can wait. I would wait a week past that date, follow up one time, and that's it. There are other ways to check to see if your coverage has either aired or if it's gone live. Now, radio is a little bit different. I don't have time to get into that today. Um, if you, if you did a pre-scheduled interview, you just have to confirm with the producer, um, what time slot, like, is it the top of the hour, the bottom of the hour? Like, when is it, um, you know, airing on the radio, but for your magazine or your digital coverage, and even with your news, uh, coverage, that's not a live interview. You can ask the anchor or the journalist or the editor, when do you think this will air? When do you think this will go live online? and leave it at that. Set up your Google alerts. That way, you know, the moment it hits the interwebs or what I do, um, my little sneak, (laughs) sneaky trick for online writers and journalists is I go to muckrack. So that is M as in money, U C as in corn, K as in Kathy, R as in raisin, A as in apple, C as in corn, K as in Kathy, muck, 
rack.com. You can even find my profile there. And the moment an article goes live under that journalist or um, editors or that writer's profile, Muckrack picks it up and shows you when it was published and they give you the link. Wow. Mind blown. That's what I use instead of bugging them saying, hey, when is this going to hit entrepreneur? I just go under the journalist profile and see when's the last time they published and is my client's article. I've had one um, where it's taken four months for a digital write-up to come out, and but it was a major beauty write-up. So I did definitely did not bug them. Um, with my prior client, Don Morphy, it took a year for us to get into modern luxury. I didn't bug modern luxury. I just let it come out. And when we got it, that ad did, that wasn't an ad, I'm sorry. That, um, that write-up did so extremely well. And I was happy that I didn't, I wasn't, hey, can we do this? Can we do this? When is it going to come out? When is it going to come out? Do you know when this is going to post? When is this going to post? What issue? What issue? No, I let it be because I understand news cycles. I understand editorial calendars. I understand the weight that a lot of these digital writers have on their shoulders to produce four to six articles a day. They don't have time to be on your schedule. And I emphasize when they're writing something for you for free. (laughs) So calm down, cool your nuts, like my great grandmother would say, (laughs) and give them a break. And don't become the PR bugaboo. Just don't do it. In the news world, we already talked about the fact that the anchors don't control They don't control when things come out. They have to go through a producer. They have to have morning news meetings to even pitch the idea that you pitch them. Give them time. Let's get out of this microwavable society. I have to have it right now and just be grateful for the interview, grateful for the coverage and put your Put yourself in the shoes of these individuals that are running around like crazy, that are doing coverage from their car when their apartment ceilings are caving in from pipes that are bursting during the Texas freeze to make sure that your shit gets covered. And that's on who? Mary had a little lamb. And I don't really know what Mary and her lamb have to do with it. But I mean, that's what they're saying these days. Anyways, so don't be that bugaboo. Please exercise Patience, patience, you guys. Great PR campaigns can be six months, eight months, a year. So just because you reach out to somebody does not mean it's going to come out the next week. And I don't want you guys to get blacklisted. There are internal secret lists between journalists and anchors and news stations where it's like, this person is a problem. Don't bring them on air. This person is a problem. This is the first and last time we'll ever do an interview on that person. And I really don't want that to be you. Okay, Um, from the podcast world, you guys have to understand that these are very um, complex to to do, especially if somebody is podcasting on different platforms. So you have to be patient because there's an editing process. There's ads to add. There's intros. There's outros. There's teasers that have to be made Um, for mine. We do blog posts. We try to do a little SEO. So. Um, Just because you go on, uh, there are podcasts that drop the next week. Unfortunately for mine, I value search engine optimization and marketing. And so I take my time because I'm trying to do what's best for my audience. So again, 
just remember that you're on their time. They're not on yours. Approach it with empathy. Yes, the fortune is in the follow-up, but it's in how you do it and the number of times that you do it. Try to reduce it to a few. Don't be a bugaboo, but just be compassionate. Give them a gentle little nudge and just leave it at that. Um, For instance, in the news world, you have to be socially aware that when you send something, you could be scheduled for an interview. And the story could get killed is what, what they're saying. Like, oh, they killed the story. Well, why did they kill the story? Because there's breaking news. Your recipe, your book that hit number one on Amazon is not breaking news. But people dying from COVID is. And I've seen people upset because they didn't get segments when our news <laughs> stations and TV stations are doing their job to report the murder suicide that just happened next door or people dying from COVID or updates on the vaccine. So again, a little empathy goes a long way. Be patient. If they kill your story, ask them if they're looking for anything that may interest them in the future and build a relationship and some rapport. All right. So that is my PR piss off of the week. I'm seeing it way too much. The fact that I was on a professional PR conference and they had an entire session on this is absolutely crazy. And if you're represented by a publicist, know that this is what they're dealing with. They don't want to go bug the journalists because you're asking them multiple times, when is this going to come out? We don't want to do it because if we do, then it messes up that journalist covering all of our clients that come after you. So get off your publicist back give her a little breathing room, maybe some essential oils or some lavender and both of y'all can calm down, but just know that PR equals patience. Okay. Ooh, is that the title of my episode? I don't know, but that was good. Anywho, have questions on this. Feel free to email me Leah at think3media.com. You know what to do. Share this one out. This one is really important because some of you guys aren't hearing back because of this very issue. And I want you to know that this is what we all talk about behind closed doors. So share, 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 subscribe, rate, review, anything you want to see on the show, please reach out on Instagram. We're at PR yourself podcast. This is my PR piss off of the week. Stay tuned. I have another one and it's called Uh, marketing is not PR. Branding and marketing is not PR. You're going to want to listen in on that one. And until next time.